Uh, welcome to Extreme BPM. My name is Back Extreme. We do this Tuesdays and Fridays where we get to talk to people that make the music. And uh, in between Monday and Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. East African time, we get to uh, premiere new music on the show. And when you when we get to Tuesdays and Friday nights, uh, we talk to people that make the music so that we can get a little bit of uh, the stories uh, behind some of the music we play and, you know, the influences and you get to know the people a little bit better that we get to play in between Monday and Fri Monday to Friday, okay? That is 1 to 2 p.m. East African time on Ijaz Radio. So this week, we are talking to uh, an amazing artist that uh, not only does great, great music, but also uh, does amazing work with... Um, uh, She's, in, she's into non-profit work and uh, she's also into fashion. So we shall get into all that. Her name is uh, Tracy Phipps. Welcome to the show. And uh, how is everything? How are you doing? Are you vaccinated yet? Everything's <laughs> <laughs> really, really good. Thank you so much um, for having me, first of all. And um, I mean, I'm, I live in Orlando, um, Florida. So in Florida, COVID like doesn't exist. Everybody's out here not really being compliant. So I'm slightly under the weather right now, um, but praying that everything is okay. But um, not vaccinated yet, but definitely thinking about it just with, with a lot of people around me already doing it. And it's seems like it's okay so we'll look into it yeah how did you, how did this period treat you did it have uh, mentally how did that uh, did that take a toll on you or uh, are you one of those that quickly adapts to situations and uh, you get to roll with the punches as they say right yeah no i mean i think it took a toll on me but it also fueled me um like you mentioned i i'm involved in a lot of things and it definitely the pandemic gave me a moment of silence to kind of like cut off all the noise and really like focus on what's important to me and um i i'm definitely someone who rolls with the punches so i kind of took advantage of the opportunity where i couldn't go anywhere and i was like well you know i have a house let me just build a studio so i'm actually in my in-home studio right now because i love music and i was always kind of going to the studio to record and i was like let let me just make an investment and, and build something for myself here and write and um i picked up some like audio engineering skills i took etiquette classes for my nonprofit. like i did a lot of things to kind of fill in the time so definitely didn't let it keep me down with the with the music how how does that get started for you yeah no um growing up my my family were dominican so my mother was a missionary and she would travel giving back to the community um and with her traveling and preaching as a minister um my sisters and I would sing. So we were singing in church. Um, so we did grow up around music. We were always interested in playing and and I loved the piano. So I do play. You might see my keyboard behind me. Um, but for the most part, after growing up, going to college, we all kind of went our separate ways. So from there, you know, my older sister became, wanted to do something with psychology. My t I have a twin sister. Um, she became a graphic designer. <laughs> I, I almost asked you that because there's someone that you, that, that Instagram, I think I saw someone was like, Yo, this is very identical. I don't know whether yeah. she's a twin or I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She's my twin sister. So my twin sister also is very musical. She plays the piano, but she's more creative. So she's a graphic designer. Um, and then I went into fashion. But even with everything kind of happening, I, I was always drawn to music. So that's where I started to really like uh, tap into my talent from a musical standpoint. And, and at what point do you decide that there's fashion and there's music, uh, then there's the nonprofit work that you do that we shall get into later on. But when do you decide and say, okay, I'll, I'll take the path for, uh, you know, taking on to the music career 
and uh, getting serious with it because you already play the keyboard mm-hmm. yeah so um i would say maybe four years ago i released my first song um and that was after my i, I had some time in my career in fashion um traveling i was an area i am an area manager and i manage multiple stores across the east coast so that was always kind of like my my career what made my what was able to be my income generator um and with music i always felt like it was really slow from that standpoint so i always i i focused more on fashion but about four years ago i would say um it when i was living in new york i met a producer and i was like okay let me let me put some music out we did it then i moved to florida um also like around four years ago i moved to florida as well and when i since i've been here i've just had more time to like meet people and network and start to do more of the music but really honestly it wasn't until the pandemic hit that i decided like okay i'm gonna start putting out music consistently i think before the pandemic i only had like maybe two or three songs out um and they were always like years in between it was never like consistently doing music so i would say that that's something that definitely um the time came out of the pandemic where i sat down and i was like i'm gonna really do this and then uh, then how do you get into non-profit work yeah well so um i've lived in different cities because of my job in fashion so when i moved to orlando in florida i i just kind of met a lot of women here my nonprofit it's called time for tea um and what we really do is we do work in the community around bringing women together from diverse backgrounds Um, I'm very affluent. So I'm Afro-Latina, I speak Spanish, I've lived in Japan. Um, I love a lot of different cultures. So for me, it was always important to get around people that didn't look like me. Um, but when I came to Orlando, I just found a lot of women were always with the same people. So I wanted to I wanted to start something that inspired women to network with people that didn't look like them. That turned into then me working with young girls and teaching them how to be prepared for today's world through etiquette training so i started um teaching young girls or i started getting invited to schools to teach young girls etiquette like how to how to present themselves at a dinner table how to use the fork and the knife and what the cups and everything meant how to dress up for an interview um and doing that for three years like just kind of like on my own time investing my own money to host these events um eventually just slowly i started to build a team people became interested i started to onboard volunteers and i was like okay let me actually incorporate this and make this a legit non-profit um so that there's funding and that there's more that goes with it so i've been doing this work for three years now in orlando and it wasn't until the pandemic that i actually got it officially incorporated so now i'm officially a non-profit where i can actually raise funds and stuff so again something else that was birthed out of the pandemic what do you do uh, in the fashion business what where, apart from managing what else do you do yeah so i mean my, my i went to school for fashion business management so i have a degree just understanding like in general fashion business logistics profit and loss statement things like that so for the last nine years of my life i've really just been working for a global retailer um opening stores so i travel i open stores i recruit Um we also do some like product development so like designing and things like that for the brand. So um I've had partnerships with Disney with the organization that I've worked with. Um I've traveled to Japan and China to work on some product development as well. So it's mostly around the actual business side of fashion. I'm I'm not a designer. Um one day maybe 
but I'm more business oriented and I'm about like opening stores and the actual fashion stores and like running those stores. And and, and for you as as a lady that is in, in position for let's say management, uh, how how has that been for you? It's been almost 10 years now, nine years you've been doing this. Uh, how, how has that worked out for you? What are the challenges that you've met along the way? Yeah, I mean, it's it, it has worked out for me, um, mostly because I think I had a lot of people in my corner that, that supported me, that mentored me, um, and I was also open to a challenge. Like, I'm not the, I think just the way I was raised by my Caribbean mother was like, <laughs> don't ever let anyone tell you you can't do something. So yeah. anytime I had a challenge, I, I never really gave up. But I saw a lot of women and a lot of people in general give up. Um, All of my bosses were primarily men. I think this is the first time I have a female boss in my nine years, but for the most part, it was always a male boss. Um, And what I really, what, what I loved about the Japanese culture was that they, for me, it felt like the Japanese culture was almost more embracing of me as a woman, especially of color. Like they were always very excited about the fact that I, I just looked different and I was like a fresh face, if that made sense, because they were so used to seeing the same thing all the time. Um, and I've actually had more pushback and more like struggle with people that were actually looked, that looked like me, like American men or even sometimes American women that I felt made it harder for me to get my job done, which was unfortunate. So I always tell people like we always we have to go through so much like we should help each other we shouldn't be making each other's jobs like harder so um in general again it, i had a pleasant experience i've grown i've had a lot of success it's also why my music is a little slower than i would have liked because it's i've just been really busy and growing in my career but um it's also thankfully positioned me in a place where i can fund my own projects and the things that I'm doing like the song that you you played on the radio and and the song has an, intri- an interesting title which is what I want uh talk to me about that you know what what was the inspiration behind that yeah um I mean I was I'm in a place again as a woman who is in a leadership position I'm also single, so I've, I'm I'm a little older, but I'm single. I've got my own thing. I've got my own house. I have my own car, and I just say that to say I'm very independent. Um, and I also have a nonprofit where I teach young girls to also be um, not alone. I don't teach them to be single for the rest of their life. I encourage them to find love, <laughs> but I do encourage the girls to be independent and to go after what they want at the end of the day, to not expect it to come from a man or what your your parents or, you know, don't live off of the name that your parents gave you. Like you are your own story. So um, when I wrote the song, honestly, I wrote the song in a day with my, with my um, brother-in-law, the producer that actually made the song, he made it in like 30 minutes. <laughs> Um, we literally did it in one day. It was just something that was in my heart. And I was like, man, I just want to do what I want. Like, I'm tired of wearing heels. I'm tired of like putting on makeup and all this stuff that I have to constantly do. Like, I just, I'm comfortable just looking, like waking up and just being myself. So that's the purpose of the song. It's just like, just do you and like be happy with that. As a woman, because I've had these stories more, do you feel like sometimes to be successful, you have to give up something? which would be probably yeah. getting into a relationship or getting into a marriage or staying with someone. There's something you have to give up for you to be successful. Do you feel that way too? Um, I will say, yeah, I do. I'm, And that's, that's also what I'm learning is I don't need to. Like, that's just like the way people paint life. Like for me as an, when I actually, before I went to, when I graduated college, 
I was actually doing music. Like I was gonna do gospel. I had already started with a producer to do it. And then I had the opportunity to do fashion. I got a job that uh, required me to move to Japan and it paid money. And I was like, that's where I started my fashion career. And I remember people telling me along the way, you have to pick, you can't do both. You can't have a career in fashion and you can't also be an artist. Pop star, that has to be what you do all the time because that's like a job in itself. But like now, as I'm nine years later, I'm like, I can do both. I don't necessarily want to be like a pop star. I don't need to be like this big person, but it doesn't mean that I can't pursue my music. So I definitely feel like there's um there tends to be the idea of like, I have to pick. And I know for sure that part of the reason why I am unmarried right now is because I focused a lot on my job. And honestly, like every year I was moving. Like if I, if I ever was in one state and I was getting comfortable, I got moved to another state. So how do I establish a relationship? How do I meet someone when I'm constantly moving and on the go? And then for a man, does he want to be with a woman that's never home? Like, it's just, it's, I have, at some point I have to be able to say like, okay, I'm ready to settle down and I'm like, I'm done, but I have to be able to decide that. So yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, there's that because you find like it's either you build your career or you're going to have to get into a relationship or get into a marriage because there are things involved in there. You have children, you have this, whereas that doesn't stop us most of the time. As we are, we are free to do whatever we want. Yeah, that's very true for men especially, and I I know for me because I understand like especially having children and you have to settle down and slow slow down. Um, that's also why I'm doing as much as I'm doing right now because the moment that I do meet that person and it's time to do that, I don't want to have any regrets. Like I don't want to feel like oh, I didn't get to do this or I didn't get to do this. Like it'll just be a pause, but it won't mean that I can't finish. But I also don't want to I don't want to waste my time now and not do everything that I can. You do non-profit, you've done, you're getting into into music. Uh, what is the plan then? You know, we have this single that you have out right now, which is called What I Want. Go check that out, guys, on streaming platforms if you haven't. Uh, that is uh, by Tracy Phipps. Uh, what are mm -hmm. you, what are you, what do you have lined up for this year? Uh, this is a single that is out. What else are you planning as far as the music goes? Yeah, so right now I'm working on um, an EP. So I, I have several singles that I've put out. Um, we have a music video coming up for that song, What I Want, that I'll be working on soon. Um, um, but the, the plan is to be able to put out a project that really shows my voice. So if you actually um, listen to my portfolio of music now, um, I've left everything up because I think it's important for people to see an artist as they grow. Like, I don't want to just show you who I am now. I want you to understand who I was before. So my first song was Empire. Um, and it sounds very different from what you heard now, like the What I Want song. So my voice is constantly progressing. It's evolving. And um, I'm finding my voice still so my plan this year is to have an EP that lets the world know like this is this is my lane this is what I'm going to be doing this is my voice and that sound is going to be an Afro Latin uh, R&B sound is what I'm working on creating for myself like inspirational Afro Latin pop R&B <laughs> ah, okay you know that with genres they are very blood right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
you, you literally can't say I'm just doing R&B. Sometimes it gets blended into this. There is a very, very thin line between you know being specific about the genres of music that people are doing right now uh, because right. because everything has changed. The streaming culture has changed. A lot of people have an outlet. A lot of people that are diverse that can mix different influences together. Uh, uh, as far as you know, when you're writing, uh, what is your process like? Yeah, like when I'm writing, um, everything I write is not always good. I think everyone that's an artist has that. So I'm constantly writing, working on music. And I mean, I have a library full of stuff that no one will ever hear. <laughs> so whenever it's like something that I know is worthy of like a message that people should hear, because that's my mission. It's to be an inspirational artist. I don't want to be an artist that just like makes noise. Like I want to be able to inspire and change someone's life and really connect with someone. So. Um, the music that I actually put out is normally going to be something that I feel will resonate with people. And my process honestly is like, I have to hear the music. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying I can't do this, but I've, it's very rare that I'll write and then I'll put music afterwards. Like normally I have to hear the music and the music is like painting colors in my head. Like I'll see based on the notes cause I play the piano. So I'm like listening to the note and the tone and then it's like painting colors and based on the colors and what I'm seeing is where, I, where the message comes. So, um, and based on the message and what I'm feeling I just start writing and normally um, I always have a hook first. So I start with like whatever that hook is and that's the message and then I build around the hook. Um, and I also need to like record because I'm also the type of person that I'll be singing something and then I'll forget. Like literally 30 seconds later, I just, <laughs> I forgot everything I just did. That's me. So, um, so whenever I'm like, whenever I feel something, I just immediately pull out my, my recording equipment and I just start, or even my phone, I'll just pull out my phone and start like singing into um and then when i'm actually recording i try to record like a section and then keep it looping to come up with the next lines so i'll like record let it loop and i'll listen listen and like get the direction again with like the colors in my head and start adding and adding and building oh, oh yeah so it's more like you you draw uh, uh the writing comes on the spot when you already have the music there yes Mm -hmm. You know, as far as now you setting up your own studio at the house and uh, trying to make music and learning, uh, how is it going for you? Where you you find like you know you're relying on yourself now, most of, uh, in having to come up with the ideas of the songs. How is it working out for you? Yeah, no, I think it's it, it's good. It's a fun process. Like I enjoy it. Um, I just know, and I think a lot of creatives are like this, where you have to like know what you need to tap in. Like there's there's days where I don't feel anything. Like I'm like. I can't write or I'm just not in the mood and I've learned to not force it. Um, I've also learned to not do music when I'm tired. So there's there's times where I've in my past, like when I was starting to do this more, I was like super excited and I'd be up until like 4 a.m. and I'm like, I got to finish this song, I got to finish it. Um, and it wasn't my best work. So I've learned like I have a two hour limit. I can sing or be creative for two hours and after two hours I have to take a break or I have to stop. Um, anything after that tends to be just like um, a waste of time and like energy, basically. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's hard, but it's important to just get to know yourself as an artist. And for me, I'm learning like what works for me vocally. Um, and I know this is something I have to work on, but like your voice is an instrument. So after like three hours of singing, I start to crack more. I start to get tired and I just have to like, again, not get frustrated and just kind of like, all right, Tracy, take a break, that's it. Like shut the laptop down. So um, it's just being patient and um, yeah, I love it. So it's going good. <laughs> 
yeah that's that's good you know uh, doing it yourself sometimes is is amazing and uh, so since we are dealing with we are dealing with the pandemic and it it comes in handy when you have that skill where you can you know come up with things yourself and you don't need you don't need people around you to work with and bounce off and bounce ideas off each other uh, but then also there's another there's a new way of how we are working right now where we do zoom and then create off off of that and you feel like when we are even when we're out of the woods right and we are able to go back to interacting and going back to what they call normal uh do you feel like that will will change the way you've been you've adapted to making music um i've i've done zooms like i had a session with a producer recently where we were on zoom and it, it went well but it's not the same being in person like it's always like doing this like an interview is i think is gonna be this will happen more this is going to be the normal yeah. but actually creating music for me at least for me just virtually is it works but it's not as like fun as being really next to the person and like like i said for me music is like colors and it's like i just i have to feel it and see it i my the same way as when it's like coming through my speakers so just i think it'll for me at least i think it will we'll, we'll go back to being again in a room together but things like this like interviews and stuff i think um this is going to be like the new normal <laughs> yeah i mean i don't see this going away because people have been mm-hmm. used to having meetings and having uh, uh conversations like this especially like in the media i think people should get used to that already <laughs> because it doesn't seem like the normal that people are thinking about is what we are going to get back to anytime soon right yeah and uh <clears throat> have you done any any virtual performances yet um yeah actually i had a few um i didn't do anything like a festival i know there's that's there's been like larger performances kind of going on but normally like if people have like a gala or um and that i think that's the cool thing about all this is like some things that i couldn't do before now i'm actually able to do and um at least in orlando i've done a few like galas or conferences and stuff where they've had me sing and um now that things are slowly opening up and i'm going out a little bit more people are approaching me like oh i've seen you somewhere but i don't remember but i know it was on camera like on a virtual something i saw so it's almost like there's also this sense of like being able to build a reputation just because you know virtually i can connect with people all over the united states versus when i was just doing shows in person i'm connecting with the people that are in the room so guess what they might tell that to your sister too because you look very <laughs> you look very identical right? <laughs> yeah so uh with the ep do you have a title for the ep yet and uh, do you have even a release date or when that is coming out i don't have the information yet i don't have anything like super set in stone um we're still working on some of the music i'm still finalizing some of the producers that i'll be working with um and some of the collaborations that i'm going to be doing i have some of the music done but not everything so it's just about getting it all done and making sure that the time is there but i'm hoping to have it this this year we have to put something out for sure is there pre- is there pressure since this is a first project as far as you know like like a, a set of of songs together for the first time is that is there pressure on you for that I feel like yes because um I want to be able to tell a story like I don't I don't want to put out something and I, and anytime you release something out it's it's in the world forever like it's there's no going back yeah. um and it would be my first EP so I want it to definitely be something that's a staple that really um that I can listen to 10 years from now and like still fall in love with so yes there's a lot of pressure but not so much pressure from other people it's more pressure for myself and what the quality that I want to put out 
as people that create you have to overcome that before even you deal with how people will receive what you're making because at the end of the day the moment you allow you, you at the time you allow it to get to the public you already have accepted what the reception will be whether good or bad but you only have to overcome yourself of being like okay this is i'm sure this is my best what my best foot forward this is my best work that i think i can give to the public so at the end of the day I think pe- people that listen or consume music if they understood that that sometimes when an artist puts out a song they have already accepted what it is before they actually give it yeah. out to you. Yeah and your the reception is like a plus but they already ha- are sure of what they are giving you whether you like it or not. Right yeah that's that's true and I will say um I think you mentioned something about this earlier but for me it's important like the people I have in my circle like you mentioned because of the pandemic we can't really like um be around people but even my music like I I have a circle of people that I trust that know me that know what I'm capable of even when I forget cuz I forget all the time I'm like no I can't do it or that was bad or I oh is this this isn't good enough but it's very important to have people in your corner that you can share your music with that are going to tell you nope that sucks or that you're going to send your music to and they're going to say that's really good like Tracy but you can do better so um that's important to me too before i put out an ep is i i need my circle to hear it and to really feel like it's my best work if you ever need need to add to the circle there's someone here i'm i'm always like that okay i will <laughs> do you feel like we are used to taking much because even with the with the time of we are living in right now with social media and and uh, having an outlet that is giving out that is giving people a lot of freedom do you feel like it's hard for us to take criticism because of uh, how much on social media because like on social media if you look at uh, our our news feeds all we see is people having a good time but yeah. but that's not actually what is happening in their life uh, 24/7 you have yeah. ups and downs you have uh, disappointments you have things not working out you have a bad day you have all these things that happen that don't get reflected on social media so sometimes you even like right now you might we might you can post this uh, you can post a photo right now on your on Instagram or any anywhere else and let's say you have about 20 people saying oh you look nice you look this and this and then two people say oh you look terrible and this you zero down <laughs> onto the two people that are talking about this Black, 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 and no. then and then you get worked out, and then you, but you forget the other twenty that are saying, you know, they love this, and they and and they are sending, you know, that energy. Do you feel like we at the time we are living in right now, it's hard for us to take criticism? Would like would rather be complimented and given uh, only positive feedback as 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 what as per what is around us? Yeah, no, you can't. At least I'm speaking for myself, and my advice to people is don't don't even. pay attention to the negativity. I think um because social media is a highlight reel is what I it's like it's a highlight reel. Yeah. Um and everyone feels like they're important and everyone has an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> some people's opinions might be right and some people are just trolls. Like they just they just want to be on Insta on the internet picking on people because Um I was actually talking about this earlier this week about confidence and how it's so important as an artist to have confidence in yourself because there's so many artists who fail because they don't believe in themselves and everyone else is like but they're so good but that specific artist is like low self-esteem beating themselves up like letting the things that people say get to them and as a result they lose their entire career um and I really think that there are human beings that look at you and see confidence and go I don't want her to be confident because I know if she's confident she's going to become successful and they don't want you to be successful so they're literally going to pick on you on social media for no reason. So 
I've, I've, I mean, I've had people where I post a video and someone says like, I hate your voice. I can't stand your voice. And I'm just like, okay, then unfollow me. Yeah, you have <laughs> like options. You, <laughs> yeah, you have options. Like you don't need to follow me. Um, but I, I, I think people, everyone feels like they have an opinion. And I mean, it's society, but even for me, sometimes I fall into this trap where I start to like post something and I'm like waiting, like, okay, I hope this is, I hope I get a good reaction. I hope I get a good reaction. And then it's like, I get a good reaction, but then it's like, but Tracy, did you even really need the good reaction? Like you already knew it was good. So yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something that, you know, that is quite challenging. And especially when you're doing nonprofit work, how do you, how do you approach that issue with the, the, uh, even with the young women now? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of the main things we talk about when we do our etiquette training for young girls is, is self-esteem, confidence, and we also do a class on social media management, like how to present yourself on social media, but also how to make sure that you understand like, this is not your life, like this is not real. This is like, and I, I meet young girls that on social media or even, I mean, you're familiar with TikTok and you'll see girls just like doing all these dance moves and very great personalities. But then when you meet them in person, they're so shy oh and they don't God. speak. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, but I just saw you post a video where you were like so loud and so happy. And now in person, like you can't even like tell me your name without mumbling. So, um, I mean, it's it's definitely real. It breaks my heart to see, especially that the youth is kind of falling into like this, like um, technology driven lifestyle where like the internet is more real than their actual real life. Um, so yeah, we train girls on like, use social media as like your resume don't put anything out that you don't expect to be there 10 years from now. Nothing is ever erased on the internet. You might delete it, but it never actually is deleted. So just training girls to like be very cautious of like what they're posting and to really treat social media like like a marketing tool. And that's all it is, is like to put yourself out there, but it's, it's not supposed to be something you use to identify yourself with, so. It's going to be a challenge actually changing the mindset. And uh, yes. yeah, so for the meantime, guys, go stream What I Want and also the other songs that they can stream. You talked about Empire, what else? Yes, Empire. Um, I have a song called Goodbye. And then I also released this so this year a song called Without Me. Yeah, those are the Selfish is another one. I Selfish was last year. Okay, so go, go check that out. And how can people find you on socials and all that? Um, so on um, everything, I'm Tracy Phipps. So Tracy with an E-Y and then Phipps with a P-H-I-P-P-S. And that's across like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. It's the same. And also TikTok? <laughs> I am on TikTok, yes. I have a social media challenge actually out right now for what I want. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't ask you what do you do on TikTok? Because I'm on TikTok but I only post interviews. I don't do anything. Yeah, no, I I do stuff with my dog. My TikToks <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm like new, but I post stuff with my dog. Those tend to get the most views, you know, people love animals. Um and then I'll post stuff about my music too. Like some of my the concerts and stuff that I've been doing. Thank you so much for coming on the show and it's been it's been great having you on. Yes, thanks for having me. Thank you. Guys, we are playing what what, uh, what I want next coming in from Tracy Phipps, the Extreme BPM. My name is Mark Extreme. We shall be back when we are back, okay? That is anyway, I'm kidding. We shall be back. Anyway, you can always check in between Tuesdays and Fridays where we get to talk to people that make the music and then if you miss any of the conversations, you can always go back to any podcast app of choice and uh, all the conversations will be there. Until then, I have absolutely nothing for you guys. The Extreme BPM 
when new music comes alive. I just wanna pull up and I want. 